is up everybody welcome to the cuckoo attack episode 16 i am your host chad hembrock with me as always patrick hughes here so we've got some news from this past week today is august 13th 2020 so this will as of we're recording yeah, so we're recording yes. that today should probably start <laughs> with that <laughs> but um yeah so let's let's get into a few things we've got um got some things to talk about over the last few weeks we definitely have a lot of different game showcases. a lot of different showcases um, that came out not that it's all games we care about yeah but... <laughs> honestly not much i personally care about but you know what's yeah. the point of a podcast right give your opinion that nobody cares about <laughs> so, <laughs> so let's start it off as always with what we've been playing so um you go ahead and start patrick yeah, you start. start. Okay. you start. Okay, okay. You've got more on the table. Uh, I do have a few more games, yeah. Um, so, uh, well, recently, if you've been watching our group streams for Summertime Slam, I just finished Wind Waker, which was a lot of fun replaying through that game. So if you missed it, you can check it out. But, yeah, it reminds me of why that's still one of my like favorite games of all time. I just adore that entire world that they crafted. Um and then hearthstone i've kind of getting a little bit more into again recently just because they have a new expansion that just came out you so, robbed that guy last um, night when you... <laughs> yeah you were watching <laughs> i was playing the tavern ball to be fair so those games are usually more crazy but yeah i definitely own that guy <laughs> yeah I, I know nothing about that game but just watching you like smack that guy yeah. and destroy everything he threw at you was pretty pretty awesome yeah <laughs> but uh New new seasons are always a lot of fun because just all these new cards and people discovering all these like new kind of combos and just breaking the game in a sense. <laughs> like there's there's this one card that I can definitely anticipate will get um, nerfed or changed in some manner, but it's like a zero cost mana, so it's like a free card that gives you an instant two mana, but then the next turn you're overloaded for two. Um, so you lose two mana the next turn. But uh, the shenanigans that you can pull with that card is just insane because you can just all of a sudden unleash some insane combo and you have like an unstoppable board that someone can't stop. <laughs> so I was like, the penalty next turn? Whatever. Try and stop me now. <laughs> so yeah, that does definitely get, uh, get nerfed. Um, but yeah, just to quickly touch on what's new in the expansion, like probably the two more interesting new aspects are there are dual class cards, which means there are cards that can be used by two different classes within the game, which is pretty cool. And um, there's a new mechanic called Spell Burst, which is kind of like a delayed battle cry in effect. Basically, you lay out your minion onto the board, and then it has a bonus thing that it does only after you play a spell so you can kind of like set up a like delayed combo in a sense which is kind of fun um but yeah that's that's been pretty fun um and then i recently got into this new popular game that you'll probably see many streamers playing right now called fall guys we kind of mentioned it on a previous episode but i'm not sure if i like love or hate this game is <laughs> some combination of the two <laughs> just the the absurdity of like these 
wobbly little like crash dummies running around with like 60 other people and just bumping into each other you can't help but love that but extremely frustrating yeah you broke up a little bit during that but um but i think i think it's okay i don't think you had much you're just being excited so i think you're good yeah (laughs) yeah yeah just just as the the it is so satisfying when you win was basically all i was saying like when you do manage to pull through um but yeah there, there are like really positive elements about it like the art style is just so goofy and charming um the music's actually pretty good too it kind of gives me like splatoon vibes which is actually pretty cool um but yeah i, I think this game will kind of live and die based off how they kind of maintain it um so it'll be interesting to see where this goes but for now i'm having fun cool yeah um and then the last game I'll mention real quick, which will kind of segue into what you've been playing, is uh, I finished Bug Fables a while back, uh, which is that kind of very Paper Mario-esque style game. Um, and I enjoyed it for the most part. Um, the final boss did kind of leave a little sour note for me because it just all of a sudden like ramped up the difficulty out of nowhere. So that was kind of annoying. Um, so I had to take the hard badge off, which was like fine for the whole game up to that final boss just so i could beat it and be done with it (laughs) but um i don't know watching you replay paper mario which you're about to talk about uh reminds me of like how many things paper (laughs) mario does right what really makes it stand out so it's not that bug fables is a bad game it does an admirable job but it doesn't quite hold the candle to Paper Mario, so I'll I'll put it a hold there. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah, I've heard good things about Bug Fables, so um, you know it's definitely mm-hmm. definitely uh, something I've heard of. It's definitely a solid. People game. are really enjoying. So yeah. it will satisfy yeah. the itch at least, but uh, it does have its own yeah, so, faults. I think I think mainly it it doesn't have that kind of satisfying feeling of progression that paper mario has like you don't your characters don't feel like they're getting as strong as like you do in a paper mario game so yeah so i guess i'll just start talking then about paper mario um so yeah no it's all good i've (laughs) uh i never played the original paper mario the the only paper mario game i've ever played was super paper mario on the wii which just kind of came out at a perfect time in my life i had like a retail (laughs) job and I was in college and I had a bunch of free time. So I just got it the day it came out and I continued. I think I put, is either 30 or 40 hours is what I played it for. I can't remember exactly. And my save file is way gone by now. <laughs> it's, it's a pretty but long game. I was yeah, like shocked sure. that I enjoyed it. Cause I just, I don't know. I saw the box <laughs> there and was like, you know what? I've, I've heard of these games. I never played them. I thought they're RPG grabbed them and i grabbed it <laughs> for for you that was it probably, probably was honestly point. like i i <laughs> loved that game but with that being said i couldn't tell you a thing about it today i couldn't tell you one thing because <laughs> it's just i haven't touched it since 2006 i guess is that when it came out 2006 i i believe either six or seven because oh uh, it was yeah, like was one of the back. first titles on wii it was like one of the first wii games that came out first party it was very early oh. I don't know. I think it was a few years after. Yeah, but you can go ahead and check that, but I'm almost go. positive it was like the year it came out, or or like seven. I want to say 2008 I think. actually. 
Let's see. But let's see. Drum yeah. roll. 2007. 2007. I just remember because got I it. got my Wii around the same time I got my first flat screen TV. And I was that was my first year that I went to school. And that's that's why it all just kind of adds up. I remember that. <laughs> so <laughs> but anyway, with that being said, not to drag that on, um, I, I just don't remember anything <laughs> about the game. It's been, you know, 13 years since I've played it because I played it nonstop and then forgot. But um, I remember like the next few games that came out hearing, you know, people didn't like them. But then the same people that didn't like those games didn't like Super Paper Mario. So I was like, well, that one's great. You know, <laughs> and then everyone loved uh, Thousand Year Door, which I have on GameCube. I've never played it. I just picked up a copy of it when I was like looking for like all first party Nintendo games to collect. Um, so I made sure to get a copy of that, especially <laughs> a copy that didn't have the bestseller sticker on the front of it. So that was a, that was a big <laughs> deal find for me as far as a collector. Um, I mean, considering you can only find it on GameCube, like. That is an yeah. important game. Yeah, especially own. now. I mean, it, you're looking. It's like a ninety dollar game for yeah. like a disc. It's pretty crazy. Like, and the complete versions right now are selling for like one hundred and forty bucks. It's pretty nuts. eBay and COVID and everything right now is insane. <laughs> but um, so with that being said, you know, the roots come from Super Mario RPG on Super Nintendo, which I did not like at all as a kid renting it and taking it back the next day just because i couldn't i just didn't <laughs> want to play an rpg that was like that um so i completely skipped the n64 one i never owned an n64 when it was like in its heyday i didn't own an n64 until 2002 so i already had a gamecube and everything i just never had a 64 um i always played my friends and then i ended up buying my own then so i could uh revisit Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask. So, needless to say, never played Paper Mario 64. Patrick convinced me to finally sit down and play it. So, fired it up on my N64, and I'm extremely happy <laughs> I did. I really, really enjoyed the game. Um, I, I could tell you're like sold <laughs> near the beginning of the game when that Goomba was like so frustrated at his broken gate and he was just like nobody mentioned the word <laughs> gate to me anymore well that's the thing like, i've always known like the dialogue to be fantastic throughout the paper mario games but it was just mm. something that i never i just for whatever reason I've, I've never been a big rpg guy so it just always kind of turned me away um you know with that said it's very obvious throughout the episodes we've done that i love chrono trigger which is like one of the greatest rpgs <laughs> of all time and you know a very long game <laughs> i beat as a kid and you but i just for whatever yeah. reason other rpgs don't do it for me but um but playing paper mario was it was it was great i think it had a perfect mixture of adventure exploration um some platforming elements with using your different characters and then um like you were talking about with bug fables not leveling up and progressing it definitely had that i mean from your experience points going from like you said you don't feel like you get stronger throughout the game you know mario starts with like one point attack at the beginning of the game and by the end i'm doing like 12 damage or something like that you know so i mean you think about it, it's not <laughs> taking down like a tenth of yeah, the yeah and then like health. not getting yeah. experience points when i'm <laughs> killing bosses that were like you know taking me five ten minutes to beat earlier and 
I mean, so there's definitely that <laughs> sense of progression where you feel like you're unstoppable. And the game, but the, the game is very easy. Um, the only time mm-hmm. I died was the very first uh, boss battle against the the Koopa Bros. I died on that oh, yeah, yeah, time, and, right. and I was a little frustrated by it. But just, but it was just a lot of, it was me rushing and not really <laughs> paying attention to what I had to do, and just attacking before healing and stuff like that. Um, I tend to play games very impatiently, especially games like that. So, um, <laughs> but with that said, I didn't really have a challenge. Uh, I should have streamed it. I always say that because I, I did stream it. I just streamed it to Patrick on Discord. <laughs> so, so he watched me play. He watched almost watched. the entire <laughs> entire playthrough. Uh, I think there was maybe one day that he was out of town and didn't see it. So, um, yeah, I missed like chapter yeah, two. Yeah, that was like the only desert, thing you missed from but... that. Um, but <laughs> but no, I'm really glad I played it. I really enjoyed it. Um, I definitely want to play Thousand Year Door now. Um, I don't know when I will do that yeah. because I just played two pretty extensive RPGs. <laughs> I, you I, can take a break, but maybe, maybe you should yeah, stream that maybe. one once you're ready. Because I, so, I, like I just did Earthbound, which is probably like 25 30 hours and then i just did which you also watched almost all of that <laughs> i did watch a lot of that on discord <laughs> only so definitely something i should have just done on youtube but um <laughs> and then now paper mario so i'm kind of like i should play something different but at the same time as much as i've always said rpgs are not my my favorite games i've been enjoying the hell out of them and i think i think a big part of that is that yeah. Like I, can, I have to think about what to do, but at the same time, I don't have to be fast about it. <laughs> I can just kind of chill, <laughs> laid back in the chair. If you're on video right now, you can see me just lean back. But um, I just lean back <laughs> in the chair and play. I don't have to like get all tensed up and you know get into the screen like some crazy battles happening, where I need to have like perfect reflexes <laughs> and stuff. So it's kind of nice to get away from that a little bit, honestly. Um, especially since i haven't been playing too many games lately so um but but with that said paper mario was awesome if you haven't played paper mario 64 play it it was a lot of fun it's not that challenging but it's still fun the side quests i did i did a lot of the side quests in the game you actually did a lot yeah there's there's side quests with like doing favors for the old koopa guy yeah coops or whatever his name was um (laughs) so that was cool i enjoyed doing that because it's essentially a fetch quest and i i'm always a sucker for those um because then Mm -hmm. it kind of turned into like a trade quest as well at one point and i was like this is it's like it was kind of annoying just because (laughs) i wanted to be done with the game but at the same time like it it was cool it was fun it's definitely fun um but yeah just just the exploration the way to unlock the shortcuts once you unlock the shortcuts between levels it's so much like faster and you know so much better to travel between towns and everything um you know i I, like i said i pretty much went to every screen that i could find i'm sure i missed a few you know secrets here and there and i obviously missed a bunch of like the hidden star shards or star sprites oh yeah yeah that, that, that's the one thing in that game. They did go a little bit obnoxious with like how many star yeah, pieces I think were hidden. I, I roughly did about <laughs> sixty, probably sixty or like sixty percent of the game overall, as far as like star pieces and stuff. But I think a lot mm. of that had to do with I forgot to equip the badge that helps you find the uh, star pieces in the right. panels. 
Yeah, well, they, they actually don't give you that badge until like it was chapter, like chapter three, two I think, or three. I was... And so like the first three chapters you've gone through and you've probably missed so many star pieces you just never knew yeah, existed. For sure. <laughs> and the fact that they're literally like in the ground and you're, you're only going to find them by dumb luck or mm -hmm. you have the badge. Like, but regardless, yeah. <laughs> great game. I, I really enjoyed it. So play it if you if you haven't. So so with that said, yeah, Chad recommends. I did. It. It, was, it was good. <laughs> I, I really enjoyed it. Um, so trying to get away from the RPG game, um, I, I'll talk about the one I started to play last <laughs> that I tried to make my next game. Just so me and Patrick can have a little back and forth on that. But uh, I, I played I played a little a little Tetris ninety nine again. Haven't played that in a while. Um, and I actually fired up the SNES app on Switch and was playing donkey kong country for the first time in probably 20 years <laughs> um <laughs> and it's fun I, I, it's a fun game i totally forgot where like all the secrets are um i'm only on the second world which is still like 20 percent of the game done already which i didn't like less than an hour so yeah it's yeah, funny because i remember game, it being but, like yeah. super long as a kid and i think it's just because as a kid i was always stuck on this damn minecart <laughs> so it felt like forever because it's hard yeah it was <laughs> it was kid. tough and I, even now like i died probably 15 20 times on the minecart level and i was like come on why am i dying like i just was I don't know, I haven't played that game forever, so it felt weird. I'm playing through a capture card and yeah, you're not used to those uh, yeah, monkey it's really, physics. really strange, but <laughs> but I did enjoy playing that. I haven't played that in a long time. Um played the little Donkey Kong arcade. Um always try to get back into that. It wasn't doing too hot though. And uh <laughs> finally the last thing I actually started this before those other games, but um another game Patrick told me to play was because I was telling him I kinda wanted to play Zelda again, play Breath of the Wild. He told me to play Okami. So I, I did, and I've been looking forward to play it. Patrick actually gave me a copy of Okami for the Wii like three years <laughs> ago, four years ago, and wanted me to play this. And I, I, never, I never touched, touched it. it. I put it on my <laughs> shelf. I wanted to play it, just never did. So it came out on Switch. I bought it like the week it came out. It was like, tw no, I think I got it for 15 bucks. It was on sale, and I bought it. That's when I bought it and i just never played it so i was like you know what it's a it, it'll be good to get into a, a good adventure game a zelda-esque game if you will so because that's what i've always heard about it it's 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 uh, ign said it was like their game in a year over twilight princess yeah. the same year that came out so so that's any... so i played it and you know and i went in with the expectation i did start playing it a couple of years like maybe a year or two ago and like whenever I bought it, I loaded it up once, but I was I actually had my switch with me at a car dealership waiting for my car and started getting the intro and it was just text, text, text. And I was like, I can't sit here and concentrate in this place and try to play this game. So I turned it <laughs> off. But I knew the expectation of the game. Super long intro. <laughs> kind of like this podcast. <laughs> but uh, super long intro, text heavy whatever and i was fine with that i was like okay that's fine i can go through this what annoyed me was you could skip the entire story that's fine but as a person that's never played the game before i didn't want to skip it so i didn't want to hold i didn't want to hold start and skip the whole thing so um i just kept tapping a however tapping a or b 
during the intro does not speed up the text. So the text just crawls along at one letter <laughs> at a time. And it's that's it's for me, like I said earlier, I'm very impatient when it comes to this kind of games. So I got really irritated by that. Um, so then the game started and it felt weird to me because the the motion just like the way the way um the wolf runs and controls felt weird um but what made it worse was the camera so by default the camera's inverted and it's terrible like i hate it i cannot <laughs> i cannot do it and i also don't like the fact that the camera is like right over your shoulder it's super close in my opinion like three-fourths <laughs> view very close i don't i don't i don't like it but if you tap l it zooms out and i, I like that eagle eye view it looked great and i could see what was going on the 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 joystick or the camera control being inverted was still annoying to me um however the next night i did see in the options which i looked at a <laughs> bunch of times the first night didn't see it and it's clear as day that you can invert the camera controls so i fixed that and the game felt a hundred times better. Yes. A <laughs> hundred times better running around like that. But I still don't like, I still like the zoomed out view better. And I don't like how anytime you go near somebody or like see an object, the camera will auto lock back down to the three fourths camera view, like third person, whatever view that's like super close. So, cause it just throws me off. Cause then, my, then I have to hit L again and I can only hit L if I'm like, like away from a tall object or something and it's just it's just frustrating to me so um i played it for about an hour i got through the first couple parts i got my first brush uh powers the rejuvenate and the or no restore was it rejuvenate or restore i think it was rejuvenate yeah rejuvenate yeah. slash and um... the power slash and that that was the only ones i got it was just I those so. just yeah. those two so i got that and I got to a save point and I stopped playing. I also got all the turnips from the from the lady in the garden. Stole all of her turnips. So he, he is still very much in the <laughs> intro, folks. <laughs> so I started to play it and I don't know if it's just because I was streaming with Patrick and just being very impatient. But the other day I was just like, I can't play this game. I can't do it. Like, it's just it's very it's frustrating to me. Telling me one thing after the other. I don't like this. I don't like this. <laughs> yeah. So I. I should go back and give it another try, but I don't know if I will. I really don't. What's funny is him saying all this stuff made me want to start playing it. So <laughs> I pulled out my Switch copy that I owned and started playing it. So I will admit that the camera feels a hundred times better with inverted. Yeah. Like and the initial controls that it has are so bad, but once you invert it, it feels much better. Yeah, it does for sure. Um, it's still slow I, though. I, it's still very slow. I do. It's still very slow to turn. I do feel like it's a little sluggish. Um, I don't mind as much the zoom, though. I think it f feels just fine, like how it zoomed over the character. But it is sluggish to like rotate the camera. That is a little annoying. Yeah. But um, game is so good. Like I'm telling you, you gotta at least get to like through the first dungeon to get a feel of like what the whole game is. Yeah. I think one of my other complaints too is um, I was telling you is like at least at this point I, I did mention how like every item you hit it has to like stop and tell you about it and then you said Yo, yeah that's a Zelda when you get that's a Rupert so, and I'm like yeah Zelda. it is you're right uh, I'll give you that but but then like the way the the like enemy fights are like 
it, it turns into like a cutscene, and then you're like fighting them and it's like it's it, it feels like to me it feels like bayonetta because you'll have this little fight scene where like a bunch of things happen and once you kill them you get a little progress screen that shows you what your spoils were or what your score was or whatever mm-hmm. and it's kind of like all right i don't need an arcadey feel in a game that's like a massive and it, it basically sets up a little arena for you to fight yeah which and then it takes you back to the overworld which is pretty much how bayonetta is except for your you know your lock when your arena is just locked into that room of uh, that little mm-hmm. area um so i just i, don't know, I just thought it was kind of weird and i just wasn't expecting that so um just so you're aware like it only pauses or shows like an enemy if it's like a new enemy um, or something if it's a new type of enemy, okay. like okay. it shows a little intro animation if it's a new type of enemy once you've met that enemy it kind of just loads the battle quicker gotcha so okay it won't take up as much time as you know the enemies so. okay yeah i mean i i should give it a, another fair shot at least i mean i'm an hour in i'm at least past i'm at, i'm at least playable now i'm not just reading text for 40 minutes so <laughs> Because that was literally like, I was like, oh my god, hurry up. And there's, but what's weird is that there's some spots where you can hit B and B will auto zoom the text or like, you know, speed yeah, it up. I, I think, I think it's only for like important story moments that it d- dictates the pace, yeah. which is, I know, weird. I just but... don't like that because it's like, let me figure yeah. it out. I mean, granted, with that being said, how many times in Paper Mario did I have to rewind my text to reread it? <laughs> You're like, Wait, what did he say? And I had to go back. <laughs> Where's it supposed to go? But still, I mean, I should. I, I like playing games like that. I don't. I don't. I'm just too ADD to <laughs> like <laughs> sit there and read a story <laughs> the whole time. Uh, but I don't know. Maybe I'll go back to it. But it just it feels weird to me. And I guess I went. Consider- i think i went into it expecting like breath of the wild even though i know it's like a you know 12 year old game i think it's just because it's just because of that it's because i went into it expecting like you know a wind waker twilight princess breath of the wild like it definitely has its own style and sensibilities to it but um it is a very unique and fun experience if you can get past that kind of initial hump for being so different yeah so yeah i'll give it a fair shot um probably again but mm-hmm. i i don't know that's 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 what i've been playing uh that's pretty much the last thing i played um outside of video games the nhl playoffs have started so that's taking up a lot of my time <laughs> now too however most of the games are in the middle of the afternoon so it's just kind of on in the background while i'm doing other stuff that i can't unless it's like that one playoff game that went from like three to nine yeah it was pretty crazy (laughs) tampa won that game and then they lost tonight (laughs) so (laughs) that made me happy so (laughs) but anyway that's about all i've got going on so (laughs) if you want we can take a quick pause here before we get into the next beef of the podcast the plethora of game announcements of which we will have various <laughs> excitement for <laughs> all right we will be right back
All right, we are back. Uh, there might be some uh, audio issues in the first part of this podcast with... Um, I'm sure we can edit it yeah, out. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. see how it goes. But <laughs> I, I was really loud. It's my fault. My microphone uh, fell off my desk and I didn't adjust it properly. So I've kind of been breathing into <laughs> it and talking on top of it all day. Or all episodes so far so my apologies if that's not edited <laughs> out <laughs> so i i took it away it's a little further away now so as i scoot closer <laughs> to it <laughs> so uh so we'll get into some news that came out um there was an animal crossing update uh as usual that is that's yeah, it's not mine so <laughs> patrick take it away so animal crossing the august update it's not too much, not as big, I think, as the uh, uh, July update, but we got fireworks now every Sunday. There's a fireworks festival, so you can, like, submit your own designs to see fireworks go into the sky or just have the normal fireworks. They're, they actually have a lot of fireworks, which is kind of cool. Sparkly ones and the, like, Twizzlers and the just all kinds of variations. That was actually fun to watch. Um, and they added Dreams, which is basically a way to visit other people's islands without actually visiting them online. Hmm. So if you get their code, you can visit all sorts of islands um, without actually having to have that person be online, which is kind of cool. And probably the biggest part of this update was backup saves. So if you have Switch online, your island can now be backed up in case you lose your Switch or it gets damaged or anything like that. Um, Get your new Switch download your game and island back and you're good to go yeah that's a huge like necessary like that that needs to be there (laughs) it's it's definitely something they said they were working on from day one and so uh that's like halfway there now at least for yeah Uh, they still need to figure out how to transfer islands like especially if they're ever to release a new switch model i'm sure they're working on that so it's coming i'm sure but uh Backup saves is at least here, so good job, Nintendo. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> but you have to pay for it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. hey, it's there. The storage is storage isn't it's free, there. so and it's so cheap. But that's for another <laughs> argument and discussion. <laughs> oh, yeah. we we, we could turn down to a whole other podcast, but we have too much other stuff to talk about, so. so. <laughs> So I guess that that covers that. Uh, the next thing we had was a Ubisoft presentation. That was. Yeah, we're just gonna go from showcase that, to showcase so, here. I I think I did them in order of which ones came. Okay. Like. So the Ubisoft but, uh, one, that one was on like a Saturday afternoon, wasn't it? Or, I think it was on a weekend. Yeah, I remember or something. being like a Saturday yeah, or Sunday because I remember we were we were watching it and talking on Discord while I was playing. Yeah, I remember you had to go somewhere yeah, at the I end. Yeah, like, um, the very end of it. Yeah. But, uh... There honestly wasn't that much... How do I put this? Nothing really surprised me about that presentation yeah. of what they showed. The main the main games that they showed were Watch Dogs, Legion, um... Which is that, like... Hacking GTA whatever game. I've never played those uh-huh. games. Never played I any think the of them first myself. one, I, I remember seeing it and it looked interesting to me, but I just never played it for whatever reason. Yeah. Um, and then they showed Assassin's Creed Valhalla, 
which is the next Assassin's Creed with Vikings. Yeah. Which I will say surprises me, like... Or doesn't surprise me, it just confuses me <laughs> how an assassin can be stealthy and, like, bloodthirsty, like, Viking just pillaging an entire village. It just seems such a contradiction. <laughs> yeah, I remember we talked about that when, when we watched this. Yeah. It just seems like misbranding to me. Like, it seems like it could be a fine Viking game. I don't see why Assassin's Creed has to be slapped onto yeah. it. Because it'll sell. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's why. <laughs> People. Um, and then they ended their presentation with a just like a cinematic trailer of Far Cry 6, um, which has the... What's his name? The polio man from Breaking yeah. Bad. Uh, Gus? Yeah. <laughs> Gus, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, he's still a good actor, but it, it didn't really tell us anything about the game, although it will probably be what you expect of the Far Cry yeah, game. I never so. played Far Cry. I have, I have one or two of them in Steam, and I was going to play multiplayer with my friend, and we couldn't get it to work. And that was that was annoying because I actually bought it. Like I spent like twenty bucks on it or ten bucks oh, on gosh. it, whatever it was. It wasn't that expensive, but like I bought it. It was an older yeah. version. I think it was like Far Cry three maybe. And this was like last year. He's like, You have Far Cry? And I was like, oh, I'll pick it up, it's cheap. So I grabbed it and we went to play multiplayer and it would not work. It just would oh, not man. connect. And that was really annoying because like, you know, it's a waste of money. Because <laughs> then I never I never played it. <laughs> <laughs> after that so um i've always you know i've always heard of the game and you know it seems to have a pretty decent following i've just never been into it at all yes I, i've never got into it either like i'm sure the honestly disclaimer gunplay and animation <laughs> looks nice but it just nothing about it like seems interesting to me yeah. i don't know full disclaimer there's probably a lot of games in this list we're about to talk about that I have almost yes. zero interest in and never played the series. So we might go through this list pretty yeah. quickly, but uh, so, <laughs> I feel like it's at least worth yeah, mentioning. Yeah, uh, we can definitely talk about yeah. it. So, so the one that you'll at least see like a very brief clip of each game if you watch the YouTube yeah. version before we like move on quickly <laughs> on to the next game. So, so the next thing. Uh, we have here is the, the, the yeah, Nintendo Direct Mini, <laughs> and this this uh, me and Patrick have been waiting for a Nintendo Direct for so long because you know we finally got Paper Mario Origami King came out, and then you know after that we don't right. know what's coming out. What? We have no idea what's coming out yeah. from Nintendo. <laughs> <What>? So <laughs> you know the, there's so much stuff in the queue, at least that we're aware of. We have Bayonetta three was probably the probably the oldest thing that's been announced that was announced like during the game awards the first year the switch was out we had bayonetta 3 mm -hmm. uh logo shown and never heard a thing about it after that we have metroid prime 4 which we haven't heard a thing about other than it got rebooted like a year ago by retro and then we have the breath of the wild 2 sequel that's like the three big things that nintendo yeah. has mentioned that we have no news on so not to be fair when they announced this they said it was going to be uh publisher or third party uh focused yeah so they i forgot they forget didn't say that at first 
I don't think they said that at first. They said they had a follow-up tweet after it that said it would focus on third parties, I thought. Or maybe that was the direct before this one. I can't remember. I think you're thinking of the one that the... the, the uh, oh, the Bakugan one? That's okay. Bakugan. Maybe that's what it yeah. was. I don't know. <laughs> I think they, they they learned their lesson from that and tried to like <laughs> clarify the text yeah, a little so, more. Uh, things have been so weird. Just... But even then, like Bayonetta three would have qualified. Uh, I was thinking maybe Silk Song or No yeah, More Heroes Silk Song, three. Dude. There was a lot of Silk games. Silk Song. We haven't still. heard a thing. There's Sports Story as well. That like that's Sports Story we were huge. hoping yeah. for. There's a bunch fingers. of stuff that like we were like, all right, mini direct third part, third party. What does that mean? You know, what can we do? I like. All right, there's a lot of stuff. Let's go. I'm so excited. Then, then we... And and then the last mini direct they had was back in. March, I believe, after Animal Crossing, where we kind of also had a kind of an unknown window. That ended up being like a 20 minute mini direct with even though it wasn't like the most exciting, it still had some decent game announcements with like Xenoblade. Uh, they had a Pokemon they DLC the, in that too. The Clubhouse games. They had yeah, Pokemon DLC. They had that like Good Jobs indie game. They had like a lot a of mixture of variety. Yeah. I think they had like twenty games that they showed yeah. in that. So, so so this one comes out and like right before it starts, you start seeing the leakers come out. Like it's it's like eight minutes long. That's what eight people are saying. Minutes. It's like, oh crap! <laughs> what the hell are they going to show in eight minutes? <laughs> so <laughs> so let's just get into it because like. And again, a lot of people are probably excited with the 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 final announcement, yeah. but I was not. But anyway, we'll get into it. Um, <laughs> they showed four, four games. games total. It opened up with Cadence of Hyrule DLC, which was okay. It's that's fine. Like Cadence of Hyrule was pretty pretty big deal considering it was fun it was a zelda license being handed out granted it was last year yeah and like i wanted to get it i played the demo and i bought the first um crypt of the necrodancer uh yeah the original it's it's cool but it's it's different like i had i have i suck at it like (laughs) jumping around everything yeah the game the gameplay is definitely super challenging i think the cadence of hyrule demo was just awesome because the music like the Zelda music being remixed is amazing. Um, they just did a really good job with that. Uh, I, I still want to pick it up at some point just because it is Zelda themed mm-hmm. and that'll kind of make me push through it probably. So, um, <laughs> but so they yeah. announced that, but it was it announced. It comes out in October, I think is what it was. So, so that's how they, I think, I think like the first part of the, yeah, it comes out September, yeah, and or it, October, and then the rest comes and out. It the was rest like of the year. additional music. And then there was like, it was costumes, music, a story and then mode a original based off like, story. of Skull Kid yeah. from Majora's Mask. Yeah. So, um, so there was some good, you know, they opened with that, and it's like, all right, cool, they're I opening was, with a, a Nintendo decent, property decent. in a third-party okay. game, which is kind of what we were we were hoping we were going to get more of, um, or maybe like a you know a Metroid offshoot because they teased Metroid in the Paper Mario trailer so it's kind of like everyone's looking into that um i forgot what was the second game they showed then they went with that rogue yes, company yes. which no one cares so, about so here's the thing like rogue <laughs> company to me as soon as i saw it i'm like this looks like counter-strike and and it did i mean it looked it looked very similar to, to counter-strike but then like I heard like I really it wasn't interested at all. I was like, all right, another another team shooter thing. But then I heard it's yeah. high res that played that did it, which is the creator paladins. 
Uh, we were playing. We were a playing a lot back. of Paladins. Yeah. And speaking of, you were you were talking earlier about Hearthstone having a new um, season. Paladins has a new season now, which you mentioned to me. It and does. we we yeah. haven't been in that in a while, so we should we should give it another try, maybe this weekend or something. But um, but yeah. So anyway, that that Rogue Company game. When I heard it was from High Res, I was like, oh, maybe you know. But I'm not. Yeah, it I'm just not, looks. Like, I don't know. It's so generic to so, me. There's nothing. That's kind of how I feel about Paladins, though, too. But then we played it and I had a lot of fun. But I think it's one of those things <laughs> that if I played with you guys, I think we'd have Possibly. fun playing it. If, if we, we gave, gave it a chance, chance, maybe. But, you know, again, we have to yeah. look into much Regardless, stuff. this was a game that they'd showed in the previous uh, Nintendo Direct, and they're just kind of showing the same thing yeah. again. So, nothing So, that exciting. was like the first two minutes of this eight minute Direct. And then the next mm -hmm. five minutes of this Direct. Wait, wait, wait. No, I know, one more I know. Game. I'm getting there. That's <laughs> okay. The next five minutes they showed of this direct was like a WWE Battlegrounds trailer. No, that was not five minutes. <laughs> it was but... long enough. It felt like five minutes for an eight-minute direct. It felt like majority of the direct because <laughs> it was literally it was literally yeah, wrestlers it was just... playing the any, video. Game. Any amount was too long. Like, it was a game, game that everyone already knew about. It was a game that was, I think it was already out, or it came out that day. So it was kind of like, why? Why are they putting this? Why do they make a direct for this? That, and that's what I'm getting at for this entire direct. Like, for eight minutes, everything. So far, none of those have really justified the need for a direct. Other than maybe D the DLC for Cadence might have been a nice padding. Yeah, I mean, and that's what I think. I feel like everything they showed was filler. Including the mm -hmm. final game they showed, which was Shin Megami Tensei 3 Remastered, which... Mm -hmm. And then a, a slight tease of the new Shin Megami yeah. Tensei. So, I mean, personally, yes, I don't care about those games, and that's fine. Like, it's not for me. I'm not upset about that. But that's a super niche game. <laughs> from, like, <laughs> the only person, the only people I know personally that were like, oh man, this is awesome, it's coming out are like a couple of my friends that ran the video game store that I used to go to all the time that are like <laughs> huge into like JRPGs and stuff like that. And like, because when I told them, I was like, they shouldn't, I just said, they shouldn't have made a direct for this. They should have just made it a trailer, just announced trailer, launch it. Because it still would have been a surprise and I think it wouldn't have got the backlash that it did if they would have just released all these things like they could have just dropped mm -hmm. the twitter thing it says cadence of hyrule dlc is coming soon drop the trailer and it's done and then they could have done the yeah. same thing with the shimigami tensei and i feel like the i feel like the reaction would have been bigger because you would have had people like oh my god this is awesome without all the negativity from the direct being yep. being you know it's not that that game you know it, it has a following that's great i'm glad that people who enjoy the game got the announcement but I just think when you package it as a direct, you're giving the expectation to your fans it needs that more. there's going to be a little bit of something yeah. for everybody, even if it's a mini. There's going to be something more mm -hmm. for that Nintendo casual fan. And I don't think... Especially based off the expectations of the last yeah. one that they so, had. Again, like, I mean, it is what it is. I mean, I really just laughed at it at that point. It's like, okay, whatever. <laughs> like, I'm not going to get upset. It's not going to ruin my day. But it was just like, yeah. we're literally waiting and waiting and waiting for more news and you know still, still waiting. waiting i mean that was the last well it's not the last thing we heard um we, we can actually no. just we can probably just cover that now too i guess but you just want to yeah, jump, we can jump into that. that part so um we'll do that in a second but like 
well, yeah, we're just waiting. And like, you know, we understand that there's, you know, COVID-19 is going on, everything's shut down, but like, that's not stopping other companies from doing, you know, announcements still, and at least showing off what they have. And, you know, I mean, obviously Nintendo just works differently and we've always known that, but <laughs> it just seems crazy that they have nothing announced for, you know, they haven't announced anything since this little mini direct and the last major direct they had was like almost a year ago <laughs> so it's just kind of weird that you know and there was the rumors of like you know or not even a rumor like before e3 was canceled they had a you know they had a presentation ready so it's like all this little yeah. stuff that's coming out now like honestly i just want to see an update i don't need a date per se like yeah that's how i feel i just want to know put, put a date and put a little asterisk next to it like maybe delayed and be like i get it yeah <laughs> like i feel like that's who knows though because people are so weird and investors get all yeah weird like, about we'd that like stuff. to aim for this date but asterisk you know probably will get delayed <laughs> yeah but like it would just be nice to see what's in the timeline like exactly i didn't stop them from announcing breath of the wild for like seven years <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> coming soon okay when 2013 now 2015 <laughs> came out in 2017 like come on yeah like... and honestly i loved every second of that oh, development yeah updates yeah at least we got updates. just watching like we... those tra I, I've, I've probably said this before but watching those trailers just become more and more epic with each showing yeah 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 like so i mean it's 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 just it's just interesting and especially like i think the it was last e3 so just over a year ago was when we got the announcement that they were making the breath of the wild 2 sequel mm -hmm. that we were joking about before e3 started you were like what if they show the breath of the wild 2 trail i'm like there's <laughs> no way they're showing breath of the wild 2 and then they showed it so it's like all right cool not that i would expect that game to be out anytime near where they say it's going to be because that's not how zelda games work <laughs> before all this happened this year i had hopes that it'd come out this holiday yeah, and it would make sense i do not have it would have made sense. Those same hopes now, it would have but... made sense going against yeah. two brand new console launches, and you know that would be like their killer app for the holiday. That would have maybe competed, or they don't do it at all because they don't want to compete. Not that they no. ever really have, but um, but yeah. So so that was it. They did show a different game in Japan. They showed like they showed like multiple different games. A, I only wrote one down just there were some Super Famicom games they showed, like some Super Famicom remake, like was it like a horse racing game or like a mahjong game or something. I remember like a couple puzzle things they showed and yeah, I'm not entirely sure. And then and then they showed this uh, what was this um I forgot what it was. <laughs> <laughs> it was the the girl the girl fighting everybody through the woods game um oh that kind of looked like bionic commando yeah yeah it's kind of like a bionic yeah. commando so that, that, that game is called sakuna of rice and ruin um and yeah yeah it looked like very interesting just very polished and kind of different um like half of it was like bionic commando like attacking enemies like going through environments while the other half was like farming like harvest moon style and planting rice and yeah it was stuff <laughs> it, it, it definitely was interesting i mean again i didn't i saw the japanese trailer i never went back and looked for anything but um mm -hmm. i think it is coming out in both they just only showed it on the japanese direct yeah. so it was kind of weird why we got this eight minute direct with a especially with like you know shin megami tensei being like 
the big uh that was the like half of the direct just that one yeah. Sort of me. yeah yeah and then yeah it's just weird but so so after that we knew nothing for nintendo until last week they announced pikmin 3 deluxe is coming to the switch so that includes all the dlc a co-op story mode and then some new hats uh, and... a new uh, side story as well with uh Omar and Louis. that's right yeah so, so yeah. i've never played pikmin I, I actually have the third one that you so gratefully gave me a a download code for oh that's right because the club nintendo and i, I already owned it so i was like here you yeah take it. and then <laughs> i just never got around to playing it as usual <laughs> so yeah I, maybe i'll play it. i don't know we'll see that's fine yeah. it's a great like if you've never played a pikmin game I kind of feel like that's the best place to start with Pikmin 3, just because it feels like the best balance of the first two games yeah. combined. Yeah. Well, I definitely am not going to buy it on the Switch because, you know, I, I never played it. Since I already it. have it. Yeah. There's really no yeah. point. That makes sense. So, Although I am somewhat tempted by the co-op mode. Yeah. If we could play that together, that'd be fun. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but not for 60 bucks, I don't yeah. think. <laughs> so, so the thing that's kind of crazy about it, too, is so, so this rubbed people the wrong way in a lot of things because the day they announced it was the day they removed it from the Wii U eShop for 20 bucks. <laughs> so that's... And, and I agree, it is kind of... <laughs> like, I mean, it's, it's, it's pretty bad because, like... Well, it's, it doesn't make sense to me in the sense that, like, 12 million. Why would you remove it when it's your own money that you're, like, removing profits from? People are going to buy the game from you. Yeah. You're just taking away revenue from yourself. The thing, the thing that's, <laughs> like, I get, I get them taking it away because, like, you know, they're going to sell it for 60 now, so they're going to take away the $20 version on the eShop. I, I, but I think it was still, like, 60 no, bucks. No, it, 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 it was 20 bucks was on it? the Wii U. Oh, was it? It was okay. twenty bucks on the Wii U. That's why they did it. Well, then that makes so, sense. But what's what's <laughs> dumb about it though? What's really dumb is like, twelve million people bought the Wii U, and I guarantee you, out of those twelve million, there's probably a very, very, very small percentage of them that still use their Wii U. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, if 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 those people have not bought. Pikmin 3 on the Wii U after five years. They're not going to. Why now? Yeah. So, so like, in that argument, I get it. It's like, all right, they removed it. You're never going to buy it anyway. But at the same time, it's like, Nintendo, why take it down? Like, who's going to buy it? Yeah. And if somebody buys it, good. You're still getting 20 bucks. Because if if that one person... You're getting money from a cheapskate who wouldn't pay full price anyways. Yeah, so it's just weird. It just doesn't make sense to me to, like take it down but you know whatever um it did irritate a lot of people though for some reason so <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, i'm sure that fire's died by now yeah <laughs> yeah i mean it's the internet that's tomorrow it's just reacting yeah, exactly yeah so but, uh, so that's it that's all we have and that, that's coming out in uh october like october 23rd yeah, i think so that's all we know that's all we know of in um, two months we have a two-month yeah. window of nothing I do want to say one thing about Pikmin 3 Deluxe real quick, which I found interesting. I saw someone else point it out. It, pro it could or could not mean anything, but um, the word deluxe in the logo is made with yellow flowers. Ooh. Now, I now, uh, 
The Pikmin logos have all always been made of flowers based off the Pikmin that are available in that game, like what color tops they are. So like uh, Pikmin 1 was the white flowers and then Pikmin 2 had, I think, was it the yellow flowers? Uh, or was it the pink flowers, I think, for Pikmin 2? And Pikmin 3 had the, um, a different color type for the new Pikmin rock and flying ones. But this yellow flowers have never been seen before. So could that indicate a new Pikmin type? I don't know. To be in this select edition? <laughs> That'd be kind of fun. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. So that's all you. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But it might not be anything. Maybe it's them teasing a new Pikmin type for Pikmin 4, and people just have to pay money for this to fund this game. The amount has been saying no, it was almost done for five years. Yeah. <laughs> well, that was that was Hey Pikmin, right? Wasn't that the real? Oh, don't say that, please. No. <laughs> I've never played a Pikmin game. I just it's just something that for whatever yeah. reason it never interests me. Like as All right, if you don't play Okami, go bust out your Wii U and play Pikmin three. Yeah. <laughs> That's probably more of a stretch because then I have to plug in that damn gamepad. <laughs> but I have to plug in the gamepad maybe, but then I gotta <laughs> I will say, replaying Wind Waker on a Wii U, I did not enjoy how short the battery life of that Wii U gamepad was. Yeah. Did you just <laughs> and having to constantly plug, have it plugged yeah. in? I just, I'll never, Tapping. I'll never forget the first time that gamepad <laughs> screwed me in a long game session. I was so mad. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. We'll uh, see. We'll see if I go back to it. Yeah. Play it but yeah. But that, that's all we know about Nintendo for now. Yep, for now. So, Maybe we'll spawn a uh, a direct from from this talk. We keep hoping. There's, there's there's always rumors of a direct every month, and it's it's almost been a year now. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right. So, so what we got next? What did we leave off after Nintendo Direct Mini? Yes. I think it was the, another day of the devs. Which um, it's basically just a whole bunch of indie games. Um. Uh, honestly, the highlight of that, I thought, was the musical performance they had, which were a lot of fun, actually, if you want to go back and check those musical performances. They were just fun. I don't think I saw this one. They, they uh, did musical performances of Sayonara Wild Hearts, Bug Snacks theme, and then uh, they ended with Pixel Junk Eden 2. So those are fun. I'll probably put links to them at the end of our YouTube uh, uh, version of this podcast. Yeah. Um. A lot of the indie games seem kind of hit or miss. They didn't really sell it to me. Um, but I will say Overcooked All You Can Eat looks like a perfect version to own of Overcooked if you've never owned any of them. Because it's going to contain the first game, the second game, all of the DLC between both games, and it can have uh, online multiplayer, which will be awesome. So... Um, that's fun. Those games are great if you've never played them. So keep an eye on that. That's a like the best version of that you can possibly own. Yeah, I've never played it before. I know we were gonna play it online a couple of weeks ago, and then yeah, it was local only. We realized. <laughs> Creatures 
After that, we had the Xbox Game Showcase for the yeah. uh, Series X. Yeah, this was going to be showing off all those first-party studios that Microsoft thought well, of. I, what are they? I, I say, gonna... <laughs> I say <laughs> Series X, but it was really more about Game Pass, Game True. Pass Ultimate, which is uh, which is which is great. I think <laughs> I mean Game Pass is obviously the replacement for Xbox Live. Um, I think that's what they're secretly trying to advertise yeah, well, here. Like, I, they could care less about how many people buy the Series X. It's like, great, you bought a beefed up, overpriced PC. Thank you. Well, from now, make sure to subscribe for Game from Pass. What I've, <laughs> from what I've heard, was that I heard that, or from what I've like read and stuff online, is uh, the Xbox Live you can't buy anymore. Or something like that. Or, like, you can't buy, like, a year subscription of it anymore. For whatever reason. I kind of... I, I'm not sure. I, I kind of heard that they're doing away with that. I'm not sure. Yeah, like, that's what I... I heard that you couldn't buy that anymore, or it's going away. And then... Like, like they're going back to this, like, free multiplayer, but... Yeah, and that's awesome, I think. Because, like, mm -hmm. it's kind of crappy to, like... Like, I get their server maintenance and all that stuff. I mean, you get what you pay for, whatever, but, like... I never had a bad experience with Xbox Live, but the thing was, I just didn't play online yeah. enough I, I to think benefit. Since they're integrating Game Pass so much with PC now, which already has free multiplayer, multiplayer gaming, because it's a PC. Like, I think Xbox Live is becoming more and more irrelevant. Yeah, so. no, it makes sense because, and that's that's like a big thing for PC gaming, and that's and that's a big reason why I never played World of Warcraft because I <laughs> I refuse to pay for a multiplayer service. Like, I just don't I don't like the idea of it, and I think that's because majority of my multiplayer experience has been on PC throughout the years, and I've never had to pay for that. And then you know, and then Xbox, you know, I did. I never had it on the first Xbox, but I did have Xbox Live on my 360 for a couple months. And then I had it I had it on the Xbox One when I was playing Destiny a lot. And but even then I was like, why? Why am I paying for this? As soon as the minute I stopped playing Destiny, I let it expire. Because it was like I'm not playing anything on here to to benefit. Other than, you know, they did give you free games and stuff, like, you know. Mm -hmm. But you know, it, I never played any of the free games I got, so it wasn't <laughs> worth it for me to, to keep it renewed. So. Forgot to mention, for the month of August, PlayStation Plus Fall Guys is free. That's main reason I'm playing yeah. it. <laughs> I was actually going to ask you if it was if it was a free game or not. Yes. Okay. Yes. <laughs> That's cool. What's the retail of that if it's not free or if you don't get it through Plus? Do you know? I remember seeing it like twenty bucks on Steam. Okay. Um, so yeah, I was just curious. Yeah, I imagine it's about that price elsewhere. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So so I don't know. I, I I think Game Pass is Game Pass is pretty awesome. Like I did have the PC version of Game Pass for like five bucks a month or whatever it was, and like mm -hmm. dude, I had so many games installed, and it's <laughs> they were all like really good games too. Like like i mean triple a games that i never played that i was like really excited to play um and that included like you know the latest uh forza with the lego dlc and like all oh, yeah. all sorts of stuff it had all of that and 
and it had the ape out game that we talked about playing for a while um mm-hmm. it had like the tomb raider games that i never played it had worms it had all sorts of stuff that like i was super interested in but i just never played it um so i, I ended up canceling it <laughs> but i could easily see myself getting it again yeah. especially it had like that it had the halo master collection which is cool and that, that, that's like the thing with like monthly subscriptions is you feel like if you're not playing it you're yeah. wasting money and it's this weird kind of like well i should be playing this because yeah. i'm paying for it versus i bought it i can play it when yeah. i want but i mean well, with that being said though like you know i i played paper mario for like a week or two like if i just mm-hmm. you know so if i beat at least one game out of game pass like you know if you beat one game yeah. a month you if know, you if you time, have the time you, make, you beat it, one game sure. a month, it's totally worth the five, six bucks a month. Like It's totally worth it. Yeah. I mean, there's sure. definitely like, enough stuff on there yeah. for you to, to get. So so if if the Game Pass is the new Xbox Live, then that's I think that's awesome because they're, you know, mm-hmm. and the fact that it's it's they have the Game Pass Ultimate, which is a little more, but it lets you if you have a console as well as a PC and there's different games on each a lot of them are cross. A lot of them are cross-play games. Are like, you know, that like I said, mm-hmm. Forza's on the Xbox and Forza's on the PC, so you can play them both. Um, you know, it's it's worth it in that aspect if you you know do that. Um, I personally will be skipping the Xbox Series X because my PC is essentially an Xbox Series X, and there's just no point. Yeah. For for the you, only the yeah, only thing I can't PC play is the only thing I can't play. It, it all depends on EA, and that's hockey. So. If EA is not going <laughs> to release hockey, EA is not getting so Microsoft's not getting my money for an Xbox. So EA can get 60 bucks from me. It's not happening. Not, <laughs> not this gen. Uh, a very expensive yeah. game. Hockey. I'll get it for PS5 because <laughs> I'm going to get a PS5 because those games aren't on PC. So. Uh, depending on backwards compatibility. That is true, that's your one. I have an entire yes. library of PS4 games to play. <laughs> So, so with all that said about the Xbox Game Pass, everything they they showed these games off. They opened. Yes. We talked way too long about that. <laughs> they they opened. <laughs> they opened the showcase with Halo Infinite, which everyone's been waiting for. That's a Halo fan, and you know Halo is Microsoft's beloved series that brought the Xbox to life to make it what it is today. And the Halo Infinite trailer mm-hmm. they showed was. Halo. <laughs> There's nothing else for me to say about it. Like it, it looked like Halo. It looked like more Halo. It did not leave any sort of no. impression on me, other than yeah, exactly that looks like Halo. It kind of even looked like a little less than. It looked like original Halo. I think I think they were definitely going for like the yeah. spirit of that, but like I think it was almost struggling a little to keep up like because they were trying to think of with an open world kind of exploration but as a result it almost looked like the original halo yeah. graphics like in a sense. i don't i i so i remember i don't really care about graphics per se but it just looked like this was not the showcaser i don't think i feel that the thing with halo for me is so i i only played halo through i played halo one through three i played the first three and like the first one i know most people love it because of the multiplayer 
because it was essentially like mm-hmm. that transition from everyone played GoldenEye to everybody played Halo. That was like <laughs> the evolution of multiplayer gaming on console. And um, yeah, having those LAN parties with like multiple TVs yeah, and Xboxes. And that, see, that's and... <laughs> something I missed. Like, and I think it's because I I didn't live around my my friends I grew up with when Halo came out. So when Xbox came out, I I bought one with like one of my first paychecks I ever got in high school because I worked in the electronics store in this place and I was like we had like layaway and I just went I put an Xbox and a GameCube on layaway and I bought it in like a month with like my paychecks just put all my money to those that's the only reason I worked it was <laughs> awesome I was so happy when I brought this home fired up my Xbox and I played I played the first Halo I beat it in like two or three sittings it wasn't that much but that was like at night after i got home from work or something like that you know and i was in school and um <laughs> i really enjoyed it i thought it was fun it was a cool story the warthog was a crazy thing to drive but i thought it was cool like i just <laughs> thought it was neat it was it was something different that i wasn't used to playing i i think it had solid mechanics and like if you did play the multiplayer, like they were very smartly designed maps, I think, for like multiplayer yeah. arenas. Like that was good design back in the day. Like just like you said, like the GoldenEye maps, like very well routed and like interesting kind of setups. Yeah. So, so like I missed a lot so. of the multiplayer stuff. I do remember visiting my friends when it came out and they were all like, oh, we're going to play. And like my buddy had a projector back then. And we were playing on it and I just I got wrecked because these guys were playing constantly <laughs> and I'd only played the, you know, the campaign. So um, so that was that was like my Halo experience. Um, I played two a little bit, never beat it, just kind of got kind of like this one. It didn't really impress me much. I was just kind of like, Meh, like it's it's more Halo. Now there's a sword like now I have a sword I can <laughs> run around with. yeah but that was like that was like to me what i got out of it i was like okay whatever and uh but the third one i I loved the third one because the third one it it improved the graphics because it went from the xbox to the xbox 360 so everything was a little more polished a little you know smoother um better draw distance all that stuff but i i think the big reason i liked that game so much is i played it on legendary with my roommate in college when it came out and that's literally all we did was play that. Like, he get off, he get off from work, and we fire I, I, it up. That, that's exactly what the appeal is of Halo. It's finding that right group of friends or someone else to play with, and it's just yeah. it works so and, well. And I, but I never played the fourth one. I never played Halo Wars. I never played Halo Five. Um, I did buy the Master Chief Collection for Xbox One, um, and my buddy came over. We tried playing it, and there was some bug in it, and we couldn't get out of like the third, the third <laughs> stage. Or something like that like we got stuck in this like air thing and we couldn't get out of it so um but that was the last time i played it and that was probably in 2014 that was probably in like yeah 2014 so it's been six years <laughs> since i've touched a halo game um <laughs> i think i think yeah. halo is a great game i just i don't i personally don't have the appeal for it like as you know it doesn't i don't think it's the system seller it used to be it will be fun but i don't think it's a reason why people will rush out at least not what they should i think it kind of it kind of lost that luster when bungie got rid of it or whatever you like 
Bungie, Bungie makes Destiny mm-hmm. now, and Destiny... I think that's why I like Destiny so much, and I think <laughs> I think he talked about this last time. Um, but yeah, I think it's just the big thing for me is that, like, Destiny yeah. feels like Halo felt to me then. Like, it just feels good. I don't know. There's something about it. It's got that that <laughs> tightness to it. Well, speaking of uh, not being a system launcher, it is not going to be a system launcher because there was also it, it got delayed just got delayed in 2021, 2021 and the <laughs> the rumor which we still don't know any information about launch days for these new consoles is that the xbox series x is coming out in november that's the that's what they're saying all these other games are coming out in november but halo just got delayed due to basically the criticism it got <laughs> after this launch video <laughs> so they said they're gonna take their time to tweak it reminded everyone it's a work in progress and you know <laughs> a work in progress that has a yeah, tight deadline so. <laughs> yeah. so um but uh the rest of these games were about to quickly gloss over because we don't have much yeah, to say about sure. <laughs> they too aren't i doubt are going to be launch games either so i don't know what they're going to have for ready yeah. for launch but i will say fable um, fable being announced i'm just going to say that out. that was the last thing they showed on the showcase um yes i thought that would look cool because like i i never played the fable games but i remember uh one of my friends in high school like passionately could not wait for fable to release he was so excited <laughs> for it and I could see it being a much better game now, just based on technology and all the wants over the years for what people want a Fable game to be. Um, I, I think I tried playing it, but the map like screwed me up. I didn't like the way the navigation was like in the game for whatever reason. Um, so I just kind of wandered around the first part of the game and was like, ah, I'm done. I turned it off. <laughs> But um, <laughs> but it does. I don't know. I, I I did like the little the little teaser they gave for. It. I thought it was it was funny. Um, and you know yeah. it had some charm Fable, to it. Fable has always been known for having yeah, a sense so it definitely of humor, had some charm to this to the little teaser trailer they they did for it. So, um, but was, yeah, that game is probably a yeah, long probably. ways off based off. It's just a yeah, teaser. So <laughs> that's that's really it. I think the other games this you have here ever ever wild. Everwild is the next game from Rare. I know Rare is like a former show of what I know from the N64 <laughs> days, but I always am curious to know what they're working on. Um, and that game seemed to have an interesting style, at least, but I have no idea what the heck you're doing in it. It just seemed like people dancing and twirling to yeah. nature. I don't know. <laughs> I was kind of hoping uh, like a banjo would come down and... <laughs> oh, I, I was so hoping for a banjo at the beginning of that and then I was like oh yeah I forgot they had this game that they were working on never mind just wanted to pop up <laughs> <laughs> now that that is a console right, launcher system right. game right there That's I would hop on game pass for that <laughs> yeah uh um, I wrote the gunk on here just because I thought it made an interesting comparison in my mind. Um, that was that like weird looking uh, like space game where you're like sucking up goo and trying to beautify this planet. Um, and then that title came up. I was like, the gunk. <laughs> like, I'm sure it's a fine game, maybe. Um, 
apparently it's being made by what was it the I think it was the SteamWorld Dig developers, which they're pretty cool people. Yeah. So I'm sure it could have some solid mechanics. But um, when I see a game called The Gunk being like advertised as like a system seller for Xbox compared to what like PlayStation was showing, like Kina and the Bridge of the Spirits, which kind of has a similar concept of beautifying nature and like, but that game just looked like cinematic quality super polished compared to this i'm like it's night and day looking at those two games side by side even if that's an unfair yeah. comparison <laughs> especially since kena is also going to eventually come out on pc so it's not really that's, a playstation exclusive <laughs> but 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 playstation new hey, horizon horizon's out on pc now <laughs> I haven't seen any reviews yeah. about it, but uh, but I would love to try it, but I just don't want to pay full price for it right now, so I'm going to wait for a Steam sale. <laughs> then I'll get that <laughs> game finally. Or I'll get it for 10 bucks on a PS4 backwards compatibility. <laughs> um, and then the last game I listed on here, just because uh, it's called The Medium, um, it's well, one of the few games, kind of like how Ratchet & Clank was for PlayStation, that seems to be showcasing at least some reason for using new hardware because it's a game that's trying to like uh simultaneously compute like two parallel worlds at the same time that you switch back and forth between, i don't even remember that <laughs> which is an interesting concept but yeah now that's yeah. that's cool I, I like that whole uh that, that that's a reason why you would actually need upgraded hardware to do something yeah. crazy like that that even though that could be probably done on like the ds hey, or something hey, i don't know <laughs> they did do that on the super nintendo light world dark world yes and <laughs> a link between worlds on the 3ds lots of stuff there you so, go <laughs> yeah but yeah so i don't know i mean xbox is but yeah nothing nothing really yeah, jumping i think out. <laughs> i think you know halo will be delayed and i'm sure like i said i'm sure halo will be fun but it'll definitely be one of those things that i'll probably only play if i can get somebody to play co-op with me and not multiplayer mm -hmm. just co-op like co-op story that's i have so much fun playing playing those games that way but, <laughs> um so i guess uh one of the last things we still have one more news story we want to talk about at the end that kind of just came out today um but we had a playstation state of play uh was that last week or yeah, yeah. it was the sixth it was august it was august i think 6th. it was last week as of this recording um, yeah so that opened up with i thought it was a, a a good opening they opened with crash 4 gameplay um which is cool mm -hmm. they really pretty kind pretty in depth with like talking about yeah, it so, so they said it's you know they they used they're basing this off the third the third crash that came out on that was on was that warped that uh, yeah crash that was on never. was warped on ps1 i think it was i think it was ps1 so they're basing it off all the original games um it has first three games yeah, the first series. three games yeah. in the series it has they're they're basically ignoring the other ones that came out after that um so this game basically rebooting the franchise from yeah that so it's basically on. the same thing as the other crash games but it looks like it has slightly tighter controls better better camera angles better like just it, it looked smooth like everything looked really nice i don't know if i'll mm -hmm. play it because like i i as much as i want to like crash and i i remember 
playing it as a kid and enjoying it replaying the the remasters on switch reminded me of why i don't like crash <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a weird like love hate relationship I, I with think that game crash is great because he's like <laughs> he's like the anti-mascot in a way like and yeah. it's and it was cool like you know it's kind of that rebellious like you know i'm a teenager sony sort of thing if you grew up during that time period so i think that's why it's always resonated as like crash but like i've never looked at crash as like activision or whoever the hell makes it you know it's it's always to me it's always been sony it's a sony product but even though this is going to be yeah. released on on xbox as well but yeah it's like it's not a bad game per se it's just it's not really but good. i think it made, it made sense <laughs> for it to open the state of play in my opinion based off of like yeah. the history of crash and sony like it just makes sense like you're gonna do a fourth crash game yeah show it here release sure. on the ps5 sure. i don't think it, i i know it's coming on xbox i don't think it's time exclusive um but Regardless, that's how, if you want to advertise stuff, I think it makes sense to open it with that. It's a big game. Um, yep. So. I didn't cover every game I on honestly my list don't... here that was done in the state of play. Cause honestly, it was long, too, not... wasn't it? Wasn't it like another hour-long presentation? Yeah. I think it was like 40 minutes, which is pretty long. Pretty long. Yeah. But they didn't really show anything new or super no, interesting got, what i have listed here yeah is so they got, they had no announcements on like did they, well they did have psvr they had the um hitman the hitman game was going to be hitman one yeah. one and two in vr i think um so that was mm -hmm. like one thing they announced but you know they they said they weren't going to talk about it it was all going to be software exclusive or software based but like it was disappointing to like again we have a console coming out in three months you know <laughs> allegedly and we have no no price i'd like to know more about no this. backwards compatibility <laughs> other than like the rumor of it's going to be the top 100 play games on psn um it's just weird it's so weird it's so weird game? like I usually <laughs> by e3 which didn't happen this year we have that information for a new console we have the launch and the price like if it's coming out this year then yeah we should have that information by at least yeah, that it just point. seems really weird i, I wouldn't <laughs> be surprised if like stuff gets delayed <laughs> more at this point because <laughs> the only thing we know about the ps5 is the specs and what it looks like <laughs> that's it <laughs> so uh yeah. so um did you want to talk about Braid? Since you've... Uh, I was just going to mention that that was one of these unknown games that they announced, uh, Braid Anniversary Edition. So it's basically the same game, just cleaned up a little more and has a, a developer commentary kind of included. Um, if you never played that game, that's a brilliant game. I yeah, highly I recommend it. I, I, I watched that documentary yeah. about when they were making that Super Meat Boy and some other stuff. and Oh, yeah. It was a Super Meat Boy. I think Fez, Fez yeah. and Braid. It was on there, so. Yeah, that, yeah that it was, was cool. So I, yeah. I remember watching that and seeing that game, and, you know, it looked interesting for sure. I just never never played it. Yeah, but it's, it's brilliant. Like, the puzzles are just super well-designed. It's really tight and fun. Um, and, like, that, that ending is just so good. Such a good ending. Unlike its sequel. It just 
Unlike the follow-up game they made, yeah, The Witness. Oh god, that—that's a game I have a love-hate relationship with. I'm, I'm using I, that I a totally lot today, thought that, that was the game too. I was like, wasn't the Braid the one you said the ending sucked, and you were like, no. Yeah, Braid, good Witness. Yeah. Uh, um, what else did the State of Play show though? Uh, they talked more about the Pathless, which is. A game made uh, by Giant Squid, kind of former developers of uh, that game company. Great, great developer. Super cool. If you don't know what games they made, uh, that game company did uh, Flow, Flower, and Journey. Not the band. <laughs> Not um, the arcade game. And then, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, uh, Giant Squid, they did that Abzu game. I don't know if you heard of that one. That like underwater diving game with like the fish and whales and you probably know it if no, you hold on. it I've heard, at least heard it or seen it abzu A B Z U. okay because i it's knew uh, when you said that i was like hold on i've seen that game before i think it's in my steam library <laughs> yes. i think i got it for it's free i think um i think one of our friends yeah. had a bunch of uh, codes from hundle bumble journey is still my favorite but abzu okay. was fun though yeah um, so I was very curious to see what they do next since they've done so little besides those four games I mentioned. Um, so the Pathless is next and it looks interesting and but at the same time I'm not sure if I see the captivation of the gameplay loop. It seems very simple. I don't know. But basically you're this like ninja person with a bird flowing through this landscape with checkpoints and then sometimes you're stealth with these glowy monsters i don't know that, that was the gameplay footage they showed to me yeah. um so i'm not sure i quite get it yet but at least they showed more of it which we had barely seen anything so that's why i wanted to mention um and then they ended the state of play well, with a game no one say, cares they, about. They ended the state uh, of play with a game that they've shown multiple times. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and no one cares. Yeah, I'm sure people <laughs> care, but I don't. I don't, I don't know. What did I, I say? I feel it looked like, like whatever company is making this game is like they are pushing this. I hard. said it looked like Destiny. <laughs> it was like so. It was like a different type of Destiny, wasn't it? Isn't that what I, if I remember correctly? I think that's the yeah, comment I can remember because like yeah, they just showed. Um, I mean, it's very like fantasy swords, whatever, yeah. but like online multiplayer. Yeah. What 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 gets me is like the footage that they choose to show for this with like the enemy AI that just they look so boring and so like they're just like slowly walk towards the characters. I'm like, this doesn't look interesting. That's their big game, Patrick. <laughs> I don't want to fight that. I'm just gonna walk around. Well, you meanwhile, now. like the main character's going like swoosh, 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 bam, 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 killing you, and the enemy's just like, uh. <laughs> I'm just gonna <laughs> go this way. <laughs> to get away. Yeah. It's like me playing Paper Mario, just avoiding enemies. Of... <laughs> like, yeah, I'm not doing this yeah. today. <laughs> Run away. But yeah, that's that was the state of play. Nothing particularly earth shattering. Yeah. Um, even though, like you said, we still have no price on the PS5. We still have no idea like of its backwards compatibility. No idea what Nintendo is doing. We are 
very much still in limbo yeah, it's and a everything. Very, very weird year for for obvious no reasons. But yeah, there's no hype. There's no there's no Mother Three. There's no <laughs> there's Mother Three. There's no Mother Three. There's no Metroid Prime Trilogy on Switch. There's no uh, there's Mario no Mario 3D, 3D collection. collection. Like, come on! I thought that was gonna be your. I thought at least. Listen, and, and 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 yet Nintendo is still like teasing the cryptically tweeting like Mario shorts and <laughs> bathing suits that have never been previously rendered. And like, what and they is keep this? saying like, you could use a little <laughs> sunshine. No. Yeah, it's like stay cool, Mario, and like no, like, <laughs> just tell yeah, me it that's, exists. That's frustrating, yeah. and then like, uh, I thought, I mean, I, I guess you know they've already. It's been Mario heavy since they just did Paper Mario, but like, yeah, this is Mario's what thirty fifth like, anniversary though. Be as Mario heavy like, as you want. At minimum, I thought if they were gonna port another Wii U game, it would have been Three D World before they did Pikmin Three. <laughs> like Pikmin Three wasn't even on the radar. Like for me, I I was like Pikmin Three That's is not true. like when when that they when so they dropped random. it, I was like really, and then I clicked on it, and sure enough, it's a Nintendo video, and I was like wow, like. The only reasoning I can think of that is maybe like they want Pikmin for next year, and so they're like, "Let's get Pikmin 3 Oh, out I mean, it's now. such a big install base now on the Switch. Like that's yeah, we know people will buy it, and then they'll be like yeah. hyped for the yeah. next one. So, so that pretty much so. covers uh, all the all the game announcements and different events that have taken place um since our last episode we did um so the other news well, you know we already talked about halo getting delayed um until next year at a minimum uh, but today <laughs> it kind of came out that um epic is having an epic battle right now with uh, <laughs> apple and google over um the way they're um developer fees are being yeah. processed through the app store and the google play store which has led to fortnite being removed from said stores which is, uh, a pretty big deal <laughs> just then led to epic suing apple yeah, and google so, now like, i believe i i i just recently saw this like i just saw this this after like this evening even probably like an hour before yeah. we sat down <laughs> so i haven't read a bunch of stuff about it but from what i do know from reading other stories related to like steam versus epic and apple kind of doing the same thing because there was always that whole thing of like epic challenging steam because they're charging the devs less for the epic game store people were then saying well apple does it this way and nobody's complaining um, but what it came down to, I guess, was that Apple charges like 30% for dev fees. For it is for, in this instance, it's for in-app yes. purchases. Basically, they get a certain percent. I think Apple was 30% for. Well, I, actually, I don't know. I'm sure what Google thought, was, but I yeah. mean, I could be wrong. Maybe I'm getting this confused with Steam. But I thought it was to have your app in their ecosystem. They take thirty percent of the sale. I think that could also be true. I just, for the reason that Apple Correct. removed the game, it was specific to yes, in-app purchases. Yeah. Because uh, 
Fortnite was circumnavigating that by um, also allowing players to purchase uh, in-game currency directly yeah. from them for 20% cheaper than what would have been on yeah. the Apple Store. So that's that's the issue because like I was telling I was telling my wife about it when I read it earlier tonight. And I was like, ooh, I was like, they just cost Apple a lot of money. I was like, they are going to get, I was like, and then I saw that they're suing Apple. And I was like, Apple might countersue them for this because like, if you think about that lost revenue, like that's, that's a lot of money that they lost. If there's a contract that's there that they, you know, went around. Technically they're both losing a lot of money by this going yeah, on. Yeah, now for sure. I mean. <laughs> It really depends yeah. which one wins. Um, it's it's crazy. I mean, it could it could change the way that you know App Store works, or it could not, and it's gonna just yeah. hurt. This, Epic. Could, this could actually be a really big case, depending which way the court sides. Because um, if it sides with if Epic, it even gets that, that far, means that... you never know if it even gets that far. They might settle True. or something, but um, but what's what's crazy to me is I was telling my wife about it, and I said. I said, you know, um, I used the example of Pokemon Go, like, you know, because we buy coins in Pokemon Go every now and then to buy like incubators or something like that if we have a bunch of eggs to hatch. And like, it's like, I was telling her the as using that as an example of like, yeah, you know, when you buy those coins, it goes to the you get an Apple receipt. Like, you were getting an Epic receipt, not getting an <laughs> Apple receipt. <laughs> so. And I was like, you know, that's costing them that, you know, 30% or whatever their their publisher fee is. So that's, that's a lot of money that they cost Apple. And if there's anything in a contract for that, they are, Epic's got to be screwed if that's the case. Unless I'm sure somebody will find some loophole and they'll just start arguing back and forth forever. <laughs> that's, that's how most of these things go. And then there'll be some settlement. But... but. I'm not a lawyer, but I can't see how Epic is going to win this. Like, I feel like Apple and Google can set their terms for it's yeah. their store. Yeah, price, I, I agree. So. I mean, even if you don't like um, it, then don't bring your app there, and it sucks. Like, it sucks for the people that have those yeah. ecosystems. But you know, like I have an iPhone, and I hate that I can't get an emulator. Like, unless I, you know, put some <laughs> custom Chinese cert on my phone to grab them off the web, but no, I don't want to do that. <laughs> so that's on me. <laughs> but, you know, at the same time, it, it does suck, but it's it's their ecosystem and whatever they want to do is, it's, you know, yeah. you're... I don't know. I'm saying, like, it has a monopoly on the market. That's why there are, like, so many different yeah. platforms. Well, which... I think the, the difference is, is that... Yeah. If you're on Google, you can you can probably still get so the, so they remove Fortnite. I think we said that. Um, yeah. But you yeah. can still I think you can still install it on a Google device. You just have to sideload it or like root your phone to do it. Um, Apple's a little mm -hmm. more difficult to do that. I know that there's I haven't jailbroken my iPhone in forever, so I don't know how how easy <laughs> it is anymore at this point because um, it's like. But I do imagine yeah, it's easier I mean, on I know it's, Android it's devices. Easier on the yeah. Android devices to root it and get what you what you uh, you know want that way. But it'll definitely be interesting. We'll we'll you know we'll provide updates as we hear them. It just 
I'm sure by the time we <laughs> post this podcast, this story will have developed widely no, beyond I'm sure what we we'll talked about more here. Stuff. But, It'll be all over all yeah. the major outlets: IGN, Kotaku, Polygon, all those places. Ars Technica will have it. Everyone will have it. We are not yeah. news people. <laughs> but, but the fact the fact that it just broke out live as it was recording, like. I don't know. It yeah, was very interesting sure. to see. Yeah. <laughs> and, it, and it was good to have some fresh takes on it, too, because like, we hadn't talked about it really yeah. at all until we sat down to, mm. to do this podcast. So, Yeah, I, I had not heard about this until we were getting ready to record, and I was like, oh, yeah. I need that. This and we script. both heard about it, too, which is great, because it was just like, did you just yeah. hear about that? <laughs> yes, I did. So... <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I think that pretty much covers it. We've got a uh, we've got about uh, an hour and a half, almost exactly. So it's not too bad. Okay, yeah. not too bad. We've we've gone longer. <laughs> a lot of banter, yeah. a lot of off-topic stuff, but uh... definitely a long tangent on yeah. Xbox Game Pass. But it's Pass, worth but... it. It's worth it. I'll, I'll, I'll give Xbox that. Oh yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> it's the one yeah. thing they're doing right. So uh, well, hopefully next episode we'll have some. Uh, next gen pricing, maybe. Next gen pricing. Hopefully, we'll have a Nintendo Direct yeah. before it goes a year. And yeah, so and stasis. maybe Chad's <laughs> take on Okami will change. We will see. I might go back to that, but I'm yeah. definitely gonna get into something. And and then if I feel like it, maybe start streaming maybe. again. Maybe I maybe I can convince Chad to stream Thousand Year Door once a week. Since I beat Toki Tori. <laughs> <laughs> so, so last that's like the only thing i the last thing i streamed on youtube other than our golf with your friends which we played last night for a little bit so that was fun yeah that was fun the worms fun. 3d level was pretty cool yeah. so that so. was pretty cool all right well i guess that wraps it up so until next time everybody take care happy gaming everyone <laughs>